Hello everyone, welcome to Redmen Radio, the podcast from the Redmen TV. I am Paul Machin, clockwise around the table from me is Ross Chandley, it's Ben Kelly and it's Chris Page as well. Um, kick-off question comes from Christopher Scott. Um, he's asked it of me, but we can we can spread it around the table. From uh, one to being a United fan, how bad is Paul feeling from his Monday morning hangover? I think it's fair to say we were all utterly destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't make it in. You all did. Kudos to all of you. Yeah, genuine kudos to all of you. None of us were winners, though. No, <laughs> no. Pop World was the big winner. Pop World was a big winner. Yeah, as was the beer color. Absolutely horrendous. So on a and scale, on, if you had to, if you had to rate your hangover, with ultimately ten being the absolute worst it could possibly be. Uh, uh, what? Oh right, okay. Um, United fan. Hmm. Yeah, it was like yeah. I, I felt. Wor- I felt. I felt worse than a United fan on Monday. What's and, that? and bear in mind. I mean, I, I don't know. Fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that. Um, horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. I don't know why. I moved I've had worse. I've, I've had worse. I have. I have not had worse in recent memory. It's no. been a very, very, very long time since I drank that much. And um, It was a solid, like, 13 hours of drinking for me. For you. Yeah. I regret that. Didn't even do that much. We started quite. We started. You had, you had you had some before the game, didn't you? And yeah, I didn't. Like six. You had six pounds before the game. <laughs> Four cans and two pints. Amazing. Yeah. I didn't start. To <laughs> we had the pub. I, we had, I had a couple in the pub after that, and then it was and then it was all better off. Like it was the fuck. I don't know why, but I started drinking rum and coke. At, you don't drink mm. rum and coke. Nope. No, no, that's that's where you fall down when you start drinking. Was drinks, I drinking rum and coke? You were drinking yeah, rum and coke. Yeah, you, were, you both why. were. Both, I bought you both one, yeah. and for some reason, both of you. When I when I when asked what do you want to drink, went rum and coke. I did like drink drinking rum and beer coke. all night. Do you had rum and coke. I know what it was. In fact, I I, I think I had some of yours. And went, oh, that's all right. And I like and someone was drinking. I was like the most recent <laughs> words that were in my head were rum and coke. So I went with that. Like you yeah. were also the leader of shots that night as well. By the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. More sambuca. Yeah, get sambuca, everyone. Yeah, yeah, I remember doing that in beer keller and getting mm-hmm. us like 10 or 11 yeah. shots of sambuca I, then. I, Pot World. Then again in Pot World. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Pot World's expensive. I have no idea. I all I know, all I know, if anyone who works in Pop World is, is watching or listening, if anyone's handed to set a house key, <laughs> <laughs> have they got the Charmaine Rovers thing on? Not anymore, no. Um, if you can, uh, if you can get in touch, uh, let me know. That'd be great. Um, Failing that, I'll give you his address. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, just drop him off, yeah. Right, news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can just at one o'clock in the morning, come in and leave them on the sideboard or the side, like yeah. But leave them by my shoes. Um, news in brief. Then uh, Liverpool or Dortmund down. Most likely to get Julian Brandt, according to Rafa Honigstein. Fine. Fine with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm fine with this. Um, City could get kicked out of the Champions League. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean, it would be amazing. It would be, Is this a good thing? Um, right, okay. In so much as... I think, yes, it is. It is, in, in a wider picture. Uh, taking our Liverpool hats off, I think it's a brilliant thing, because... It shows the world that you, you, there needs to be ramifications for being cheats. Um, in terms of, does it make Liverpool's attempts to win the Premier League next season if they got kicked out next season easier? Possibly not, but equally, does it hamper? Does it potentially hamper their ability to buy players? If you if you're buying players that they were going to be going for, it might help in that regard. I don't. Is, is the year's not enough for me? I don't think. For- <laughs> <laughs> how that didn't knock that cup of tea over it very nearly did uh, well that's how I felt on, on Monday <laughs> man down yeah, man down um, here's the thing Rob Gutman put a great tweet about it out and 
you know, Rob Gutman obviously from the Anfield rap and stuff. Um, and he said, like, yes, you need to have the ramifications for financial fair play, but actually it, it helps City in so much as if people are actually going to start enforcing those rules, no one else can break into this top six. So in that regard, they're already through the door. They've cheated to yeah. get through. They mm. now earn enough money so that they can carry on the way that they are. You know, we needed this a few years ago when they were ploughing millions and millions of pounds to get and breach that gap mm-hmm. between us and Manchester United and them. So it's too late. They they want the door shut and all the big clubs want the door shut behind them and that's kind of what Rob Gutman's mm. tweet was about. Yeah. And I agree with that. I'd yeah. not thought of it in that regard. But of course, all the big clubs want is... Just, just to guarantee that we're only going to be fighting between five or six of us yeah, every season. But another reason why I say a year is not enough because of all the money that they've spent and the amount they've done it. To say for a year, well, well they've had a year ban. What's to say that it's another huge step? And it's pretty much like investigating in seven years' time when they've, they've won but stuff. But why, why haven't the FA, the Premier League, why aren't they? Well, we are. Why is it just UEFA? But it's not. It doesn't. The rules don't belong to anybody else. It's UEFA financial fair play, isn't it? So they're not breaking any. Yes, no, no. But I mean, financial fair play does. The Premier League's got. I'm sure the Premier League's got. The Championship's got its own version as well, hasn't it? Like so, it stands to reason it might be a domino effect where if they go. Then it maybe forces the hands. I mm. I don't think it will because I think the Premier League are too made up with the fucking money that. They, what they I also bring. don't get is why, why you are you fair, are saying well all right you know, we might ban you for a year. Well, what about the winnings that they've just got? Yeah. From last year. Yeah. You know, they, they cheated to get in there and probably earned eighty million quid from. Why is that? Why is that? You imagine there'd be a quid, fa- fair you, game. You imagine there'd be a fine that goes along with it. It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to see. It's, it's one. It's one to keep an eye on. The problem is, is we all sound really salty and bitter talking about it because how can we not? This is the team that's just beaten us to the to the Premier League. All of that being said, it's fair to it's fair to say we've been talking about this for years now. You know, and it's it's fucking blindingly obvious. It would be lovely if someone did step up and make it a, and make it a thing. And does it make the I've seen really sensible people, Man City fans, like kind of go, yeah, well, I can't be asking about this shit at the moment. And to be fair, I'd probably be feeling the same if I found that it was Liverpool. I would be a bit, I'd be so angry with Liverpool if I found out that they got they got to this way by by doing it. Now, it's tough because we also talk about Liverpool being shit houses on the pitch and how much we love bending the rules. If everyone's going to bend the rules, then we should do it as well. But it, to find that you've got you've done it in an honest way and then been beaten by someone who's not is a bit it's a bit of a kick in the teeth, isn't it? But fascinating to see what 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 goes on. The only my my hope in a, in, a, in a worst case scenario for City is it's not a great time for them in terms of their squad. I mean, I know they've got a lot of really good young players and what have you, but they're coming to they're going to have to replace Fernandinho. They're going to have to. They've maybe argued they've replaced company, but they've also they played them well, a if, lot at the back end of the season exactly. as well. David Silva and Aguero. This is the spine of their team. And it's all on the edge. It's all on the edge of starting to fall apart and a season missed with, if particularly a financial fair play is going to be constantly backed, mm-hmm. to lose £90 million pounds, you know, of income for not being in it for a, for a year, which is what you get if you get to the semi-finals, roughly. That could... I think, them, I think but... it relies heavily over whether Guardiola jumps ship or not because I mm. think he's desperate to win the Champions that League. Too, yeah. So he's not, obviously he's not won it this season. If this happens, he's not going to win it next season. And then you're looking at, so two years' time, he'll have his first shot again at winning the Champions League with City. If you've got an ageing squad there, then he might look at players around Europe. We discussed it on the Around the League today. Um, you know, He might want to work with Cristiano Ronaldo at Juventus. He might want to work with Neymar at PSG. And suddenly then, players who are being attracted to the club 
aren't may not be as interested because there's uncertainty over the manager. If over the summer the ma- uh, the manager sits down with players and goes, okay, we've got this ban, but. I'm definitely going to stay, then I don't think it will hinder players wanting to come to Man City because I think they'll take the year off to then be developed under Guardiola as a coach. But if he can't make promises that he's going to be around long term and there's going to be a bit of uncertainty at the club, he might go through a bit of transition. That's the point where I think that they may have a few problems attracting players. The the one thing is that Man City and Guardiola would have no problem lying to players. Because, I mean, let's be honest, what are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> the breaking rules. So, Guardiola will sit there and go, yeah, I'm staying here, come sign for me. Yes, I'm just leaving a year later. And he loads of money <laughs> yeah, as well. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, they do strike me as the kind of ones who, 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 who they take the band, they take it, and then they carry on doing They just get a bit cleverer. Yeah. You know what I mean? A bit Stop shady, emailing you know, about it and yeah, smoke abs- signals yeah, instead. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, just start doing it on like, all, their, all their dodgy dealings on like Snapchat again. Makes a big resurgence <laughs> in Manchester. You can just use WhatsApp now. Yeah, sweet. Um, end to end encrypted, you know. What's the the what? End to end encrypted. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it wouldn't shock me if they were the ones who cracked it. Um, right, watch the Reds News Roundup uh, every single week throughout the summer. If you want transfer news, if you want to have a little bit more about this city stuff, as Ben mentioned there, the Around the League podcast is on the redmentv.com. Go over there uh, and watch and or listen to that as well. Um, we've got a sponsor this week. It is Threads for Reds. Chris Page, I have to tell everyone, I mean, you're wearing a thread for a red as we speak. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the shirts are incredible. I mean, I've been talking to Simon, he runs Threads for Reds, and you know they've got an incredible going to Madrid shirt. If you've not seen mm. it with the bottle tops and stuff, it's flying at the moment. And um, if you live in the UK, if you live in a couple of zones in Europe, you can still get it in time for the final. And Simon's given us a discount code again, so we'll, we've been reactivated that one. It's Redmen, 10 capital letters, R-E-D-M-E-N-1-0. Uh, to get 10% off and get some belter threads for the Champions League final. Absolutely. Get yourself involved, get yourself kitted out in time for Liverpool <laughs> to uh, to hopefully go and deliver that wonderful big-eared bastard. Um, Wolves. <sighs> Ross, that was the... <laughs> That's the noise, isn't it? That's the noise that you make. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. That, was the, um, that was one of the weirdest games of football I've ever watched. I, I've, never, I've never celebrated a goal... No. At Anfield that I haven't seen before, <laughs> twice. Uh, apart from maybe those days where you maybe you got you had you got you run the bog and it goes in and you go, yeah. <laughs> you know, but like went for it. Like, but you Paul, know. did you know we were we weren't celebrating a goal? No, well I celebrated I celebrated a goal that never happened, followed by a goal that did happen. Um, so I just yeah. So, so not only have you celebrated not celebrated a goal at Anfield, but you've not celebrated a non-goal at Anfield, yeah, which yeah. is incredible. Absolutely and then right. celebrated the goal. The same thing happened in the pubs. So obviously, both matches on the screens. So it cut to the Liverpool fans celebrating. We were watching the game live and going, "What the fuck are they celebrating? Nothing's happened." And then like Sky fell for it as well, yeah. didn't they? So they cut to it as well. Of, like, just, and they just game. showed well, they just Brighton running a corner. And just go, what the fuck's going on? And about a minute and a half later, they finally scored. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah. just ecstasy. And then I just, what I was saying before, I was just kind of sat around with like head and hands. We were like, oh, well, eight, for 83, 83 seconds. seconds. I was like, oh, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. And like shaking. Just, yeah, bodies everywhere in the pub. It was brilliant. It was, it was tantalising, <laughs> Ben. It was just, I remember, because I've seen the Liverpool Blackburn game so many times. I've seen the highlights from it back in, like, it was like 94, was it? They won it or 95? The, um, their fans going from we we scored and their fans are all down the dumps to like this this murmuring wave goes around the crowd when you realise Man United West Ham is going in their favour and then everyone's just Rah. and I was like holy shit I'm watching that mm. I am watching that moment and I have in all my years of going to Anfield I have never I've never seen that and um, that made it 
doubly hard. I was so prepared. I was so the Champions League insulated me. I thought mm. I felt fine. I was relaxed. I was confident going into that game. But just to have it like wafted under yeah. my nose, absolutely fucking ruined. No, yeah. I, I, we arrived at Beer Keller afterwards, and I said to Steve, "Are you okay?" And he just went, "No." He said the worst thing about today was Brighton scoring, yeah. and I, I agree and I don't agree because even though yeah, it did make the day a lot more difficult to take afterwards. It was still just it was a feeling that I've never ever had before when when that goal goes in or, or when you started celebrating the goal that didn't happen until yeah. it actually did. So I mean I, I can still picture watching the telly now in sound and and the, the crowd starts to make noise and just that initial butterflies of oh my god has something happened. I I, I don't think I changed that because it was just an amazing feeling. Yeah. I, as a, as a snapshot in time that was a fantastic couple of minutes and it sounds dead. Sounds dead sad when you say it, you know, because mm. rival fans will come back and go, oh, they thought they were winning the league for two minutes. And, and yeah, I did. And I enjoyed that two minutes. And it, that's just the way I want to keep well, it. Well, the news got, yeah. to be yeah. fair, yeah, unless you're exactly. a City fan. Like, yeah. I was, I, I, it was mad because for me, like, you know, people were celebrating and I, was, I wasn't celebrating a goal. I was celebrating that other people were celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> because I didn't, we didn't actually know there was a goal. We were just saw people celebrating. So I was like, ah! I was like... 
I feel more relaxed now. I've had a couple of days and we got I know that we got slaughtered that night as well. Helped big time, but um, it it burnt my head out because it totally it was, burnt it was my the head weir- it was the weirdest thing because when we went into that game, the atmosphere from ten minutes to kick off until twenty minutes in the game was as good as anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm comparing it to Barcelona, and even it was that good. It was yeah. that loud. And the like, the life just got sucked out of it when yeah. City scored, and I think that translated onto the pitch. And the they team. went three one so quickly as well. But, but then when it went three one, the atmosphere came back because yeah. there was a defiance mm-hmm. to it, and everyone went oh. And then everyone just put the phones away and forgot about it yeah. and enjoyed what we were there to enjoy. Yeah. And I don't know how you do that because listen, I get my phone out and I record every single game we're recording, aren't we? And never has my phone been more of an annoyance or a distraction yeah. during the game. For someone who records pretty much throughout the entire game, that was the first time it's actually annoyed me. I, and I've never felt like that before because every, people were just looking at the phones. They weren't watching the game. They weren't yeah. supporting the team. Yeah. And, and then I was just afterwards, it was like, you know what? Let's just celebrate the fact that we've got a fantastic football side. And that's when the atmosphere came back. It was every every vibration in my phone every pseudo vibration that we are now all get because we all get the phantom phantom texts and what have you and you feel you feel something that's not there every one of them was like oh and you're right it was it all contributed to just the weirdest atmosphere you're right everyone's heads went everyone's heads went in a good way then in a then in a bad way and it meant the game. I couldn't tell you what happened in that in that in that footy match you know I've, I've, I've watched it back since and I think what what helped me ultimately I, I was ruining people coming up to me post-match and being like, oh, oh well, you know, great season. And I, I, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah. And I was trying to be nice to people because I'm not, I don't, no, no net sense to me being a dickhead to people who are happy because I've been preaching that whole season. Don't be mean <laughs> to people who are in, in a good, in, who are happy. But um, I didn't have it. I wasn't feeling it. And it took me until we were all in, in beer Kellen and a match of the day was on. And I got to see it in that, the heartbreaking cut back and forth between things. And I got to put that game into context. And I was like, that's fine. City are just fucking, were just brilliant. It was, you know, the fact that it almost got done and taken away, and you can see them just going and steamrolling them, and and, and knowing that we were in there, we were in that last game. I don't know about you, Ross, but it made me. I could compartmentalise it a bit better. Then I could go, okay, well, that was our, that 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 was what it was. I saw the whole yeah. picture. I, I don't settle with that in the in the build up. To be honest, I just wanted to know what was going on, like the outcome, like all the build ups. I think Barcelona helped. A distraction for three days, yeah. four days, and as soon as you turn your mind to that game, it's going. I just want to know what's going on. I don't mind, like you said, I can appreciate this team beforehand. What's going on? And it was in City's hands, so it was never that. But I think that's what happened when Brighton scored, because you, you toy with yourself, don't you? Going well, City are a good side. It's in their hands. You know, they ought to be. They're going to win it. When you get that false hope, it's like you come to get cut to five minutes, going well. Barcelona happened, so therefore we could win the league. So it might happen. And you yeah. get the false open. It's just it's the toying with emotions, isn't it? Of yeah. what's going on. And I just wanted, I just wanted to know what was going on. And I was fine with everything. Yeah, it was. Um, oh, microphone. Oh, oh. Um, oh, no. It's you then me next. Yeah. Yours, yours over then, me. Yeah. It was. Um, yeah, I, I agree with all of that. I think it, it's 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 it's. <laughs> this is not a visual. This is not. This is a very visual gag. Um, there you go. I mean, that's gonna last five minutes. It's not. It's laying on the table. Absolutely is. Damn. Who's a real winner? Uh, um, yeah, I, I was. It was like a real, a real kick in the teeth, and it was one of those things where but we're entitled to feel down. You know, I get it, and, I, and fair play to anyone who walked out of that out of that stadium absolutely bouncing, and, and, fair, and fair play, because, and we should be, because we, there's a little matter of a Champions League final still to be played, and that we, you know, we've earned that right, we've earned that right to that not be devastating, and that's what I've, I've, I've tried to, I've tried to compartmentalise it as, if we didn't have 
if we hadn't had the Barcelona, if we didn't have a Champions League final, I would be devastated. Yeah. Utterly yeah. devastated, particularly having have having had that that sense of things. But we do at least have that. Whether you felt it immediately or whether it's taking you a day or whether you're not quite there yet, we all know that in three weeks' time, when yeah. we when we're, we're, we're sat down ready for that game, we will feel we won't we won't be thinking about the Premier League. Yeah, and and it was all it was a nice surprise in a way because I woke up on Tuesday morning done with football. Mm-hmm. Vincent Company puts that in the top corner on Monday yeah. night. You you know you three 0 down to Barcelona going to a second leg yeah. and. I woke up on the and I was like, "Oh man, what? What?" I was just, I was ready to take a break from Twitter, from you know everything. Yeah. Just you know, go and do something else in the summer. You know, go yeah. learn how to learn a new skill. You yeah. know, just anything yeah. to take my mind off it. Yeah. While you know, I was, I was ready to go on holiday. I was ready to do all this, and then obviously it all changes so fast on the Tuesday night. You know, and we have that experience at Anfield on Tuesday where, you know. It, it was possible. That's possibly a once in a lifetime. I mean, it's not with Liverpool, I suppose, sure, but yeah. it, it feels like a once in a lifetime thing to overcome that. And suddenly, everything's changed. And you, you go into, and as you alluded to before, you go into Sunday as a result, feeling much better about the situation. Mm-hmm. But immediately on Sunday night, it wasn't a consolation. Yeah. It was just, it was just. A, a small thing in the distance. It's the it's the ray of light at the end of the it's tunnel at the moment. It's too far away. It's, yeah. it's still too far away. I wish it was away. a week sooner yeah. because I'd be going. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. oh dear yeah. Yeah. I mean it might be good for the players to get a break and all that but Fucking... I just want something else to think about yeah. and, and it's and it's so far away that I, like at the moment, I'm going to spend the next three weeks of my life with it on my mind, 24/7, and I'm ready for that to stop. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, we'll, we'll, t- we'll talk a little bit about uh, looking ahead to the uh, the Champions League in a second, but no, I, I totally agree with that. I think it's weird. Is that I, part of me was like, if it was just, <laughs> if it was this weekend coming, like you know, like yeah, we had a week break and then into the Champions League final, I'd I, I'd probably be like, whereas it's that it's that little gap, and I think it will suit us. To some extent, your circumstances notwithstanding, Chris, but I think there's there's something to I think just being able to like decompress because that season was fucking hard. That's the most for a season where we've basically only lost one game of football. I've never been more stressed out watching. Mate, it. we've I, been I, doing this I, for I ten years, yeah. and you know we've been much darker times, but I've not felt I've not been this drained at the end of a season. It's just it, I think thirteen, fourteen was I mean, a while back now. Like I was, I was. In, pieces by the end of that season but you're right I mean we're splitting hairs over the difference I mean like. you're talking we, we weren't in a title race for nine months mm-hmm. in 13-14 yeah. that's the difference yeah. we, we absolutely were from, from the way it go this season and you know you, you, you hear people say oh they're only footballers and all that man, man I'm just talking about it I'm knackered yeah. I'm absolutely knackered yeah. talking about it all the time but I wouldn't swap it for the world you know mm-hmm. what an incredible season that these lads have put together and our manager and you know I, I put it on Twitter the other day I was like Shankly's holy trinity's back, yeah. and, and it truly is. Yeah. You know, we're, we're witnessing something special being built here again. Something that happened in the sixties yeah. that now is getting done again, and we're at the start of something special. And you know what? We haven't got a league title to show for it, but over the next few years, we might have a couple. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, we're going to look ahead to the Champions League final in a moment. Before we do, Chris and I have got a brand new podcast and a brand new YouTube channel. Uh, it is the Machin Page Act podcast. With a little clip this week, we were talking about the origins of Red Men TV. So, if you're interested in all that, here's a clip. Again, making an entertainment show was what it was, and it's moved and moved more and more away from that as it's become it's become a bit more 
grown up a bit more mature a bit more polished as the, as the years have gone on but yeah it's night and day god those early ones are, are genuinely atrocious. they were scripted weren't they and Skip, some of the scripted I, 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 I like some of the scripted on it because it tells you what we were trying to do it was like when you're trying to do comedy you've got to be you've got to script so a lot of it was like reacting to the World Cup stuff and that and you know so again, the problem with comedy is it's it's very subjective and it's very hit and miss. It was definitely more. Miss I think than one hit. of the I think one of the other issues is when you've got scripting, you need people who can act. Yeah, and I certainly can't fucking act. <laughs> We had we had some, we had some good some good fun. But we found that groove that we realised eventually the easiest thing to do is just press record on the camera and just. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Talk about footy. Get over and subscribe. I couldn't couldn't have said it any better myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do it, yeah. We'll put the link uh, in the description. We will, if you're watching this on YouTube, we'll annotate to it at the end as well, so you can click straight through and watch it. Or just say, search uh, Majax Payjack. It's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. If you like listening to all that stuff as well, uh, so you yeah, do get involved. The um, last three weeks, more or less, less to the to the Champions League final. Um, what are your feelings on this? I mean, are you happy for the happy for the break? Yes, uh, for everything we just discussed, the mental break, like you know, you said the season's been long and hard. The past week alone has been horrific. Yeah. I think you look at Newcastle 2 2, and like you stressed out thinking, you know, this is the end of our season potentially because, you know, we were 3 0 down right to Barcelona. Divic pops up and then Barcelona happens, and Man City, oh, Man City happened the night before. It's just, just 
I just want a break, mental break for myself. Yeah. Just come to give me a rest. Let me let me gear up for this as a separate issue and the, and the players as well. Yeah. I think they'll need it. I think it'll make for a, a better venue. I, I do. <laughs> sorry to bring this up again. I don't know why it's so far away. Like two weeks, we're doing five for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> it's really the right for you. But I was like, it just seems like so far away. Is it because the other issue. leagues finish later? What's it matter? There's only four English sides in the competitions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Forward. yeah. yeah it's true, yeah. Um, Fucking <laughs> Arsenal and Chelsea, their stadiums are eight mile apart and they're going to friggin' Baku. Yeah. You know what Have I mean? Have you seen how you've got to get there? Via Syria or Baghdad? <laughs> yes. yes. Amazing. I, what I love about it is that, because I, I was on, I did the radio on Sunday before the game and it was like Arsenal fans and Spurs fans going, oh, it's a disgrace this, isn't it? I was like, it's been a disgrace for a while. I know, I understand that you don't realise it. Like, Where have you yeah, been? Where have you been? <laughs> we ended up paying £1,000 for a fucking chartered flight to Kiev last year. Like, you know what I mean? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. The amount of troubles that people had to go through just because... Whatever, p- p- presumably because the UEFA officials wants to partner which, with with whichever of the Klitschko's is in charge in the, in, in that city. The old, the big one, the old one, is it? Whatever. Um, yeah, it's an absolute, it's an absolute mistake. But I agree on the on the break thing. It feels like um, Ben that as we all kind of we've all kind of said in our own in our, our way so far that last week I the Barcelona thing I was on cloud nine the next day. Mm. The day after, I was back on the floor again because I, I again just it's emotionally exhausting. But that 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 up and down constantly, and I, I felt like I could like run through brick walls when I woke up and got into work on the on the Wednesday. But by the time the Thursday come round, that had all the adrenaline had worn off, and it was very much like, oh shit, yeah, this is it. Because it's like for us, this is our. You know, when you're in school, you get to July and you get to the end of July, and then you have your holidays. This is it. Our year finishes mm. here, and you can imagine for the, it's doubly so for the players who actually had to run as well as have to do all this thinking that we've done, and probably more. Um, <laughs> all this big thinking. All this big thinking. Um, but it, it, it does. It just. It, I, I, I am three weeks is probably too much, but I. I'm, I'm, I think. I'm sorry. I, I think it works in our favour. I really, yeah. I really do, yeah. And I think, you know, people will point to the fact that, you know, Liverpool, when they've gone away for, like, training camps and stuff, they've not been necessarily great. But it's different. You're not you're not getting the fitness up for eight weeks, 12 weeks, or whatever it is. What this does is this gives players a lot of time to focus on what's coming. Mm-hmm. And I think as an experienced side now, you've been to a third, are going to a third Europe, European final in four years. We've got players who are used to this. Yeah. And, you know, when you're left with your own thoughts and you've got something major on the horizon you can just go down the rabbit hole yeah. and I think that that's probably more likely to happen with Tottenham Hotspurs players than yeah. ours because these guys haven't been mm. through this situation they'll be nervously expecting this final for the next three weeks just like we will yeah. but I just think we'll be able to deal with it a lot better they're a bit like us last year aren't they exactly. like they're desperately happy to be there Yeah, and they're desperately trying to get their players fit as well you know so that we we are I know we have a bit of that but what it feels to me like our lads are just going to go away and lie on the beach for a bit yeah. and recover go and spend some family time recharge the batteries and the soul to get a bit poetic and not that Spurs can't do that also but like Harry Kane is going to be a bit like you know again like our midfield and all that where he's just like he's desperate he's gonna, he's not going to be able to truly relax because mm. there's going to be a race against time for him to be fit and available whereas you'd hope for us that spell of time, like Roberto Firmino is the big doubt at the moment, isn't yeah. he? You'd imagine that will be more than enough for him to get himself back there. Oxley Chamberlain's going to be three weeks fitter. Mm. You know, there's the, the, our only player like that is, I mean, at the moment, touch wood, is like Naby Keita, who's almost certainly out. Yeah. But it, he he's like the one where it, he might be he might be okay if it's a race against time. So I agree with Chris. I think that the three week gap probably does suit our preparations. Probably. Uh, 
slightly better than Spurs. Yeah, I think especially just given the weekend that we've had, I think obviously we're all talking about having wanting to switch off. I think the players, are, I think they're being given a week where they can go abroad, not on long fall flights. So you know, they can jet off to wherever and just just even if they just have to jump on an easy jet. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Bobby Firmino's cheating that he's getting no longer, but he's going to go like four or five short <laughs> on flights and get his way around. Yeah, the thing is, you would, you would go, go long on. You just go. That's what they'll do. They'll, yeah. they'll go on some mad. They'll go to Dubai. Or they'll go to they'll go on like a mad twelve-hour flight where you can sleep on the plane and you mm. can get pam- absolutely pampered every single step of the way. Go to some. You'll see Mo Salah. Guarantee his Instagram will have him on some idyllic beach. Somewhere, you know, looking off onto onto the horizon of nothingness. Hopefully, I'll use an apostrophe this time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, no, I, that's that's what they've got available to them, and the, that, the, the three-week gap means they can go and do that, and then still come back with plenty of time to get themselves ready. Yeah, well. and and the thing is as well, throughout all that time, even though they've switched off, they'll still be really really hungry for it because obviously of last season and Sunday. It's really funny this final because both teams are basically going to go in. Thinking that the names on the trophy, obviously the, the way both things happened last week, and yeah. the way the way Spurs got through the quarterfinal as well. But I think Liverpool players will be just Liverpool players will almost be looking at it right, right. We've just got to get this job done mm-hmm. because it's about time we fucking did. Even though you know there are there, there have been circumstances over the last year and 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 the, and the year last year where where we couldn't get it done for whatever reason because injuries and cup finals and how good Man City have been. Liverpool will now be looking at this opportunity to go. Well, there's almost no excuses now. We've yeah. got to go and win this yeah, trophy because we are agree. absolutely good enough. We can have some time to switch off, but they will never have been hungrier, especially yeah. given Sunday, to go and deliver for us. I completely agree with that, Chris. I, you know, we were talking about this briefly when we were in the pub when we, um, after the game. If you say so. The, there's, um, the pub, not before, before it all went downhill. The, um, that notion of living... Shout out to the guy who gave us some red shots in the five ways oh, as well. Yeah, as well. Like, they were... Hannibal Tankfastics. Basically tasted like the cherries from Tankfastics, yeah. Um, oh, oh, oh my God, it's repeating on me just thinking about it. Um, but this, a few people, look, the closer we get to it, there's no escaping the fact that I think Spurs is the, well, Spurs are the harder of the, the two teams that are in the final. <laughs> they managed to get past Ajax. I did feel like I was watching Ajax clinging on. I think, oh, I'd, I'd be bang up for a bit of that. Spurs have got the now still knows inside now. They've got a great manager. They've got some world-class players and world-class players who know how to cause us problems as well. Um, but there is that degree to which I think Ben's right. I think us having the disappointment, they've not had a disappointment. They're on a high. They, you know, as you say, they're, they're just looking forward to it being mm. the Champions League final. What a great experience. Our team will be fucking murderous. They will be desperate, clawing at every inch of their body to try and put right the fact that they've just worked that out and not won the league. To follow on from the Barcelona thing, and more importantly and contextually is they got to the Champions League final last season and had to go through that heartbreak. Having that pain for a lesser side, I think, would be a burden. But I actually think for this side, I think oh, it's a hundred percent. Let look at it this way, Paul. We have been playing knockout football for the last ten games in the Premier League. Yeah. We just, you know, that's it's been knockout football, yeah. and we've had Champions League quarters and semi-finals yeah. to go along with that, yeah. and we've managed to come through almost unscathed. You know, mm-hmm. we, you know, we obviously got beaten by Barcelona, but we turned it around. We won our last nine Premier League games on the bounce just to stay within touching distance. The Merderis was one of the quality that you said there, tooth and fighting tooth and nail things. This is what we've been doing all season yeah, long. Absolutely. This isn't this is this isn't something new for us. Mm-hmm. This is what we've been. 
been doing. Yeah. We're well versed in how to go into these games and fight for every last blade of grass. Yeah. This is this is made for Liverpool this season. It's all those things, isn't it? It's all like the pre-preparation, all the press stuff. They've, they've done this already. All of this. Can we just have it over two legs, please? The final. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Two games, like dear God. But might be able to make one of them. Yeah, mate. <laughs> Second leg in France. Yeah, yeah, yeah in Paris, yeah, please. Um, yeah, in no. the Euro camp. The, pre- <laughs> <laughs> the preparations for this, you know, again, this is just this is a path. Well trodden, Ross, isn't it? And I think that thing, now that we're this distance from it, I said I'm sure I'll get more nervous as it approaches. But I, I, we should feel. I think we should feel confident at the moment. If you're not confident now, why wouldn't you be? I think what we've Are seen. We're we doing favourites against either of them. Yeah, we're the favourites for a reason. Yeah. We're better than them. We lost one game all season in the Premier League. They lost 13. Yeah. There's a big difference in quality between the two sides. There just is. That's, That's where I think my confidence comes from. We are so difficult to beat now. You know, whereas last season, obviously, we, we went on a run out post-Christmas where we didn't lose many games, but obviously we'd shown that we can be fragile in certain situations. We just don't... I mean, obviously, Wook played a big part in Barcelona for me. We just don't look like losing football games. And that can all change in a cup final because it's so unpredictable. You know, you, I think it was Rafa Benitez always used to say, I can get you as far as a cup final, but managers shouldn't be judged on cup finals because yeah. they're so unpredictable. But... As long as this team keeps the belief that they've had all season of, you know, as you say, like, like knockout football, it just it's just the confidence comes as a saying. Just we just don't look like losing. It, it's so, we're just such a difficult side to, yeah. to win to score more than one against, yeah. and that's that's the I, thing. Something too, isn't it? Having come through this absolute fucking season long crucible that we've been right in, you know, right in the heart of, to be able to go, lads, brilliant. Go away, have a holiday, and then all you've got to do is play one more, do, do that one more time, go into one more big game, go and be those monsters one more time, and then you get, you'll get have a European Cup and a, sum, and a summer to reflect. Yeah, can we all do this? I feel like I can do it, just saying the way to that. That's all the, like, all Jürgen's got to do, really. I think there's and, so many... and, and hours and hours and hours of preparation. But, yeah. but there's that, and I don't think, I think the players have to motivate themselves, and I think they will yeah. do for what Ben said before. They've been there last year, they've been through the hurt, they've been through all that stuff, but I think it's... Last year was going to the unknown. I compared to that going to your driving test and you being nervous, you don't know what to expect, and ultimately you fall apart. Or like last year was carries throwing it in the net and stuff. But you know, Real Madrid were a really good side, and we we uh, we overachieved getting there. I think everyone can agree on mm-hmm. saying you know, Real Madrid will won it for what the fifth time in God knows how many seasons. It's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I think the gap now, we're on we're on the, the flip side. The, the, most of the players have been through that. That's not a question now. What's what's coming up or what's the media duties or you know the the atmosphere and stuff they'll expect stuff now. And, and I think. The sending off and having the last game at Anfield is huge by saying that to you. It, was a, it wasn't a congratulations for the, the season, it was that mm-hmm. plus good luck, good luck in, in Madrid. And, and also, you know, I, I, the thing about it being spares to some extent, because obviously Real Madrid, we, we went in, it was Real Madrid, and it was a, probably a little bit of like, Freaking out to Real Madrid, bloody hell, it's Ronaldo. In a European Cup it, final. Exactly. And then uh, now Bad it's. Bad enough to go in the Bernabeu. It was bad enough just going to Bernabeu yeah, and yeah, facing off and Barcelona, but European Cup fan takes to a new the, level. There's a degree to which you could argue, well, well, well do, do they underestimate it because Spurs? I think Spurs, because it's Spurs, I think there's no chance we underestimate it. We, again, they're a known quantity. Klopp rates them as well. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's not, you, you know from what Klopp said about Pochettino and Spurs over the last two years that he massively rates Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah. So there's no way in hell, not that there would be anyway, that he'd be underestimating them. Mm-hmm. But the players can't because we got hat. 
we got you know absolutely hounded out last season by them. Yeah. You know we've been good against them this year and stuff. We had a little bit of luck. Don't get me wrong to get over the line against them. <laughs> but over the line. yeah, but you know what? They're a good side and they can cause us troubles. And every player in the squad knows that. Yeah. And Lucas Morris coming to form like a good time as well. Like he's obviously got for the hat trick. Yeah, for them to get the hat trick in there and stuff. So there's questions on who starts that because you said Harry Kane's in a rush to get fit. But you're dropping Lucas Moura, who's just got you to a Champions mm. League final. I know Harry Kane's your captain and stuff. But... And they've got that the Pochettino, if I win, I'll leave thing. I don't know how that... Mm. How that Reverse psychology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's all a bit weird, isn't it? I don't know. I, I get the sense I get the sense from them. And it's only it's so far out and it'll change because, again, you just get yourself up for, for one game. I always, I always remember when we went to the FA Cup, when we got beaten by Villa in the FA Cup semi-final, and it felt like... We didn't take that game seriously. The fans, we just, there was no atmosphere. It was a bit like, well, this is just a stop on the way to the final. People went because you needed to go to that game to get a ticket to the final. Yeah, yeah. No one gave and a fuck about didn't that care, game. Didn't care about the semi. And it didn't. It didn't. It didn't have a positive impact. Whereas I don't. I just. It's a European Cup final. I can't see it be anything less than that. And I do feel like the sense from their fans is very much like they've seen. They've they're scared of us. They've seen us. They they all watched the Champions League final last season. They all and they've watched us this season. They see how good we are and how desperate we are and the hunger and they've seen that as much as it like the luck thing that they got in Ajax is like that's astounding to them because it never happens to Spurs it's meant to happen the other way around whereas we got through the group of death as well well yeah exactly there's a feeling feeling of inevitability when Liverpool get into into those situations that I think they're aware of and they're also aware of all the fucking weight of the times that it has gone wrong for them so uh, I I do feel like it, it goes in there and it, 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 the mentality plays into our hands a, a touch. Um, I think they'll crossed. go into this game like we went into the game last year, thinking they can win, yeah. but perhaps not expecting to win. Mm-hmm. Whereas I was saying on on the podcast before, it feels funny for me going into a European Cup final as favourites yeah. and perhaps bordering on the side of I am quietly confident. I think I do. I think if I, if I had a tenner now to put on either side to lift the cup, mm-hmm. I think it would be us. And I don't think I've ever been like that before in, yeah. a, in, you know, in any of the t- teams we've I played. agree. I think if it, look, it'll change massively because what, it's not a real thing yet. It's just a, it's mm-hmm. a, a, a figment in the, in, in the future. It's just it's, no, it's nothing, is it? Um, I'm supremely confident. I see no reason not to be supremely confident. And as I say, because of the, the end of the season, just you it all feeds into it weirdly. Uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't... Just to, to clear, though... That has no impact on whether the game is Liverpool winning or not in any way, shape, or form. I just, it's just how, it's just how I feel about it. Um, I'd, I'd say eight or nine times out of ten we win the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sean McKenna, um, I put this question into highlighted points after the year. Is one player realistically to take us to the next level? Um, Chris, mm. is there a next level? Yeah, there is. Of course, there is. This team without um, without another player will go to the next level. But what I mean is, at, at this by this this notion that because I've seen a lot of season one of the weeks and six signings, blah blah blah. We, there's not much better. He's greedy, isn't he? Oh, yeah, no. right. But the point, the point that we're kind of making is there's not much better to to be. You know what I mean? Really, you know, there the, is. the, the, the there, idea there to is. get another player or whatever gets you no. that extra two points to win the league. The, no, there, there is because you know, and, and as fantastic as he's been towards the end of the season, there's an upgrade on Origi. Mm. You know, there just is. I've got Jaden Sancho as my guy. Yeah. You know, I think someone that can play those four, those three positions up top that is of the same standard or will soon be of the same standard as the other three improves us yeah. and does take us, you know, um, on that step further and stuff. And, and you know, but Trent Alexander-Arnold's 20. He'll improve. 
The back five's play together for one season. They'll improve. The midfield's going to improve because Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain's coming back into it. Keita, Fabinho settled. Will improve naturally, mm-hmm. but I do feel like one or two signings could make the difference. Uh, maybe how many trophies we put on the sideboard next season. It's the quality of the bench that you're talking about, isn't it? Yeah. And not relying on other people. And I think through that, you can. There's times where I think we could have rested like to sell a Bobby or Marnie without putting them through and putting pressure on them and I know putting them through the pain barrier, which they are happy to do. But I think you can compensate that by you know I put Werner or Zaha in there. You know you put Sancho. I thought he might be not a bit too far. Like, but you know bringing some of that quality on, even if it's 20 minutes to go or it's like a game where you feel you can rest them and they're of that high quality. There's not much difference between the front three and someone else coming on. Yeah. It, it works out for everyone in that favour, I think. And, you, you know, we've been dead lucky with injuries towards the end of the season. Bobby's been out and Origi's been good, like you said. But imagine, like, having Salah right here for 70 minutes and bringing, like, a Zaha or something. Yeah, I mean... Level. City bringing on Leroy Sane. Yeah. That's, that's the yeah. point. Yeah. That, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> hey. It's yeah, that everybody's been now, saying all on. season long, you know, they get to bring Sane off the bench and Bernardo Silva plays yeah. into great form and Mares has done bits at the start of the season. And all. That's the difference between the two squads. Yeah. That's the only real difference. De Bruyne himself you... for about 12 weeks, and he, what do you notice? Would you... How can you... You know, the best player in the entire league probably last season, and they really didn't even miss him because of that... Yeah. Yeah. depth and quality that it's, they've got there's probably I think you're right in saying that there's probably not too much and look they've been a, a, you know at lengths to stress it's not going to be massive transfers I think I think you're right I think we'll naturally we probably need at least one one definitely two certainly because you're going to lose a, a few players aren't you Ben you're yeah. going to like Daniel Sturridge is going to go Moreno's going to go yeah. it depends on whether we feel we've got something within the squad where, where we're going to improve Chris mentioned Oxley Chamberlain, but like Brewster's coming in as well. Yeah. They've got high hopes for him, you know. So we're all talking about this like young up and coming player to come in. We might have one. He might already be. He might yeah. already be at the club. And that, that the tough thing is, is that we could buy a better player. We could go and buy Jaden Sancho and finish the season on eighty six points and win the league. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's a, that's the real difficult thing that we've got is that Liverpool are at the. At the absolute top of the at the absolute top of their game, aren't they? You know, there's not there's not yeah. too. I don't I don't want to be kind of driving. Edge. You can't you can't go much better than being in the Champions League final and, and finishing, and finishing the league on ninety yeah, on ninety seven yeah. points. I suppose it will. We don't know yet. The answer to this question depends on whether or not this season is an anomaly for mm-hmm. us, and we don't know the answer to that question until the end of next season. Yeah. So you can't. You, it's almost if you you need to know the outcome of next season to. To, to judge who to buy that because yeah. you don't know we could we could well go back to like you know around the eighty point mark next season or we could go and get hundred you just you just don't yeah. know with this exact same squad um I I don't know I mean it's something to talk about over the summer I don't know if I'm completely convinced we can can, can do the same level of consistency again. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's just being the best being way. To, the best way to insulate yourself for that though is to do what is, is like Chris yeah. is saying is that it's just having slightly. Slightly better. Yeah, and I, and that's what I've done. So obviously, one player realistically takes. I think the next level is making sure you've got even better options and even better squad depth. So I pick three because because I've, I've ignored the question. So I like David Neres at Ajax because mm-hmm. I think I think we definitely need to be looking at that Ajax team and and thinking who, who we can take, we have. Who yeah. can we have? I we think already are. Apparently, looking at he can, delict. He can play. Yeah, delict. Delict was a delict with a shout yeah, pretty enough, much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, th- I think we've got Joe Gomez, who I think can, if he can stay fit, can arguably be just as good. Yeah. So I didn't go for him. Um, Neres can play either wing, and I think he'd be good cover. Brandt, as we mentioned before, he, he had a good World Cup in a 
World Cup where Germany didn't perform, but mm-hmm. he was one of the shining lights. And then I've also gone with, as another option in midfield, Yuri Tielemans at Leicester. I think he's been absolutely fantastic since he arrived. He won't be starting every week, but if you've got another technical player like him to bring on, I honestly, I, I really do think he's been... And, he's, and he would be available because he's only on loan at Leicester, but I think I, if I could go and pick a player outside of the top six at the moment to go and sign, I, he's been amazing since he arrived. Yeah, I am... Um... Yeah, I, I really don't know that names wise. I think the team over here shouts good, all fantastic shouts. I think, yeah, that and maybe a left back or someone who can play both. So if you could get a centre half who's similar to Gomez but can play centre half and left back, then you've absolutely you've absolutely nailed it there. But I'd say I just think we're fine. You know, I, 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 we'll do some squad really- depth analysis in a couple of weeks' time just to really kind of spell it out and where, where we're at. But you look at Moreno only played. Two games in the league for us this season, you know. We, so we didn't really need him in that regard. It depends what Milner wants to do, and then I think he's perfectly capable of being a being a, a, what a, a Liv- good. What Liverpool league. need, though, and I've been saying this for a few weeks now, is they need a couple of cup runs domestically mm-hmm. to to show people around Europe that. Yeah, even if you're not a first team, you're going to get games. Yeah. The problem Liverpool have had is we put such, such poor sides out. Unfortunately, that and I say poor, not that the poor players, but the yeah. cohesion is poor, yeah. uh, and uh, as a result, we lose those games. You know, uh, throwing an injury today is Lovren as well, which didn't help against Wolves and stuff. But if you can get to to a point where, like City, you're going far in the League Cup, you're going far in the FA Cup, you're going far in the Champions League, and you're t- challenging for the title. Then there's 65 games to share around. Yeah. Liverpool don't have that at the moment. We're 15 games shy of that, yeah. and that's that's something that we need to address very quickly for me. Because mm. if you want a big squad, you've got to stay in the competitions for longer. Yeah, it's interesting. I think in that, in, if if that's the case, then go and buy a better second goalkeeper, and then because it, 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 all it is we're forgetting about. Kurt Jones needs to play some footy next season if he's if he's good enough. Keanu Hoover's still young, but he might well might, you know there's a world where Lovering just goes and he becomes the fourth choice. Centre half and Gomez and, and and Matip battle it out. As I've said, Oxley Chamberlain's coming back. You've got Rian Brewster. We just we might not need anyone at all. We might be fine. It's going to be fascinating to see. Regarding, I think for everyone though, I think it'd be a good message to send. And I wondered whether us selling Solanke in January just gives us that little bit of money to just go early in the window like we did last year. And I wouldn't shock me if someone brilliant just dropped in very early in the transfer window and that was us done. Like so let's say it's Julian Brandt. There you go, Julian Brandt's done, done and that's us done for the summer. Everyone get into everyone go on Aldi, everyone get into training camp and everyone get ready for the new season. Be fucking made up with that. Um just last one then Tom Carroll. Uh, Tom underscore Carol eighty eight asks you Ross uh, starting next season. Do you think there's any risk our lads will suffer mentally from this year's disappointment after losing one game all year? They must be thinking, "Fuck me, what have we got to do?" Or does it just drive us even more? Um, I think both, but I think suffering mentally is only a natural progression because it's a natural reaction, isn't it? Of, of being disappointed, you can't not you can't not be, can you? Of putting all your, all that work ethic in, you know, we said how hard it's been for us. For them, they must be absolutely goose and just thinking, "How do you compete with Manchester City? How do you do that?" I think. As much as the saying grace the Champions League was for us, it will have been for them as well, thinking actually at least they've got something to look forward to and have a little reward for them, you know, if they win it. But then again, they've got this round in Champions League. You know, how long was it since it was 2005? And we probably thought it's never going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Yet they've got it twice in two seasons yeah. or three, three, three finals in four seasons. We've, been, we've, we've had so much disappointment on the way, Chris, that, and we've bounced back brilliantly every single time that we're now, the, all the evidence is just suggest we'll be will be absolutely fine. Look, look, the thing that skews all this is we put up our uh, thoughts and opinions too into it. Yeah. You know, you know all this like, 
oh, but, you know, we didn't win the Premier League and we got to the final and there's a hoodoo on us. It's all bullshit. They don't think like that. No. They think there's fucking 32 sides in the Champions League and we've bested 31 of them last yeah. season and we've we, we bested 31 of them or whatever it is this season thus far. And they're thinking, you know, there's 90-odd teams in the in the leagues in England and we were the second best by a frigging point. They're not thinking like us. They're thinking we're yeah. one of the best sides in world football and we'll just have to go out there and prove it next season. There was a, So, Steve, what you were mentioning, he was a bit down in the in the, in the pub afterwards on, on Sunday and, he, and his analogy that he, he kept going back to, and apologies, Steve, I'm not trying to dig it out here, it's because it's a good one. He's somewhat you go up against a world class boxer and you throw your best punch and you don't knock him out and I think I get that but I think of it more along the lines of imagine if you go imagine going into a ring with a fucking juggernaut going against the best of the best the guy who's been there and done it's got the silverware and the belts and all that to show it and like a year earlier you were nowhere near being in their class nowhere near good enough to get in the ring with them and then you got in the ring and you took it to points you wouldn't be devastated you'd be thinking I'll come again. I'll, I'll beat. I'll beat them in a rematch. I'll come back and I'll, I'll. I'll do them again. And I think that's what. That's my hope. And, and I think that's what we're seeing now is that track record of this Liverpool side not falling to bits in the face of disappointment. Of dusting themselves down. Yeah, gonna go. You were twenty five points or whatever behind this team last season. You ran it here, and all it was gonna take was one. You know, Vincent Company just hitting the bar. Or eleven millimeters, you know, in the Etihad or whatever yeah. it is, and all these little moments that can work one way or the other. But the fact is, they can work yeah. one way or the other. It's, it's, you know, it's the multiverse. You know, it's they. He will. Everyone will be disappointed because they have worked the bollocks off and not been able to have the rewards for it. it will be disappointed. But that's what he, he'll have. That he'll, that's what he'll be giving them. You were going, look at how far you've come, and you're not even there yet. I think it speaks volumes that we're <laughs> nearly yeah. um, that like we're not really hearing. <laughs> look, just because I'm consistent here, um, <laughs> we're not really hearing any whispers of anybody wanting to go. Mm -hmm. I think I think we like like there's been a bit about Mane, hasn't there? But that's all gone quiet. I think everybody clear. It's it's such a close tight-knit group and they're all wanting to die for each other on the pitch mm -hmm. I think the example of that was Barcelona you know you see Jordan Henderson collapse at the end because he's picked up a knee injury in the first half mm -hmm. but he knows that you know there's 10 other people on that pitch that he needs to he needs to work hard for yeah. and there's 54,000 people in the ground as well so for me that it speaks volumes that their mentality is we just keep going until the end and, and then if if that doesn't work, then we'll just start again and, and go again next season. I think look at it as well. What helps because I think you're dead right. You know, this is going to be something. I'm sure there'll be links. The newspapers will make some bullshit up over the Chris because they always mm. do. But I think having seen Barcelona in the flesh, having seen PSG in the flesh, Bayern Munich in the flesh, and to a slightly less extent Real, they'll be looking at it and be like, you know, is the prime example of this. Even if the you know an offer does come in. They've got Phil there, and, and he, you know he's getting he's hated and hounded at Barca. Mm. He's the second most expensive player at the time, like in in, in the history of footy, and he's not getting he's not good enough to get in that team. And even though he is, he's not being used the right way. And they're looking at going, I'm here, I'm adored, I'm challenging for all of the same silverware, and it's having a better chance as well. It's going to be a lot harder to turn Liverpool players' heads this summer than it's probably ever been. Yeah, I said it, you know, the other day. We're not a we're a destination club now. That's what we are. We're not a stepping stone anymore. We, you can achieve your dreams at Liverpool Football Club as a player. You can be adored, like you've just mentioned there. You, why go to Real Madrid? Who where did they get to in the Champions League? You know what I mean? And you know they've fallen off a cliff at the moment. Now they'll get back. Don't get yeah. me wrong. The Real Madrid, but Barcelona, you know. 
Yeah, we've been to two finals. They haven't been to any in the last three years. And we say they'll be back. You know, it's it's worth remembering. Rangers would never really go far, do you? They, they don't, you don't, they don't, they're not relegated. They don't, they don't fall off a cliff the way that Liverpool have fallen off a cliff, or you could argue Man United. They never had the best seasons that bad. But you know, yes, they got to Dan. Yes, they're doing a re- they'll be doing a rebuild. There's someone they'll throw money at it. They've, they did that in the past after the, the last Galacticos era the, the Ronaldo the Van Nistelrooy you know all that kind of the Zidane they, they went through the, a spell of thinking they were doing that in buying Iron Robin and Wesley Snyder and you know and, and all these kind of lads and they were well, look, no, no guarantee look, at, it, right? it, 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 look yeah. at Manchester United now and how far away do you think players around Europe are thinking from Manchester United genuinely challenging for titles um, be it the Champions League and the Premier League four or five years maybe something like that how far away are Real? <laughs> like you go, you, Mane goes there next season. Do they are they winning the league? It doesn't look like it to me. Mate, it doesn't oh. look like they're getting that far in the Champions League. So why would you go? Yeah. And then how far are away are Real from winning that league? Two, three years maybe. And if that's if they recruit well. And particularly the and it's a Champions League thing at that point as well. Like you mean, you you know, with a chance of winning your domestic league, but are you gonna win the are you gonna win the? Have they won a freaking trophy since Ronaldo left? <laughs> <laughs> um, brilliant guys, thank you very much uh, for that. That's been amazing. The, the podcast's gonna take a little break. We'll be back in the build up to the Champions League final. If you need more in the meantime, get over to the RedmanTV.com. We've got the bonus Q and A where we answer some of your questions, including. Knob for a nose or nose for a knob. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, get over, get signed up. It's free for the first month. So we're going to have all of your Champions League final build up there. You can access completely for nothing. Um, so, yeah, get over, sign up, and we shall see you there. We've got some, hopefully, got some really cool guests lined up. So, yeah, I can't give away too much at the moment because I don't want to put too much pressure on Ross um, and his booking skills. Uh, but we'll see in due course. But, yeah, anyway, thank you very much for watching and for listening to the podcast this season. That is us for the Premier League. One more big game to go this season and uh, and hopefully a little bit of glory as well. Walk on. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.